We start in South Jersey, where Team Procaccini looks to slow down Corey's fluke run towards the postseason. Trevor Lawrence may look like a chick, but he's no... Brett Maher? I barely know her, Boom. The Rams kicker outscores Fowler's twice-benched quarterback. However, this one would remain tight as Brock forgot to file his CMC Hammers taxes as well as stretch him out pregame, proving you can indeed touch this team. But let's be real, I believe in Chuba L. Ron Hubbard's shitty science fiction religion more than Corey's stain squad. Prop 119, Corey 111. <gasps> Up next, a battle between the soon-to-be-wed and our resident skinhead ensues as Muller and Kurt face off. KJ Ozzy Osbourne served as the latest reminder that this team's going off the rails on a crazy train. As Muller continues to search for an answer to the never-ending question that is his receiving room. However, Kurt's midweek acquisition wouldn't fare any better, as Amari DiMertardo couldn't pick up three points, let alone uh, the puddle of drool Kirk Cousins left all over Soldier Field. Duds up and down Zach's lineup would end this one early, prompting Jake Matt Fergie Ferguson to pack up his Xbox, pledge book, and single catch before heading home early. Muller 99, Kurt 76. Whoop, whoop. Grab your Tevlar vests and ski masks, folks. Trav and Wells wage war in Philadelphia, PA. There would be no brotherly love lost between these two as Zach rosters the final ram in Trav's Infinity Gauntlet. But as it turns out, 28 points from Cooper Protective Cup couldn't prevent a stiff kick in the dick from Trav as he finally figured out Raheem Mostert is a most start and Adam Thielen needs to be in your lineup. Your team is a wagon, Trav. Thanks for listening. Trav 156, Wells 95. Up next, Rasp heads down to Lauren's house for a face-off with my co-host, Poe. Over the pond, Mark Prince Andrews scored his usual 10-year-old, uh, I mean 10 fantasy points for Poe. Meanwhile, Zach Randy Moss was causing all sorts of issues inside the Rasp locker room after his controversial benching the week prior, but his 18 points would end up serving as a moon to Poe rather than his owner. I know your team is hurt, Poe, but I'm gonna shit myself if I have to force another Javante Williams joke. Figure it out. Rasp 131, Poe 105, the Raiders. Next up, Husser flaps his wings to mile high to face off with our defending champion, Stevie Pebbles. Justin Fields of Dreams proved once more that if you start him, he will suck, scoring just five points. Meanwhile, Jacoby Bryant Myers wouldn't be denied under any circumstances whatsoever on his way to 17 points. Steve had put the finishing touches on a come-from-behind victory before Justin Bieber Herbert sang, I did the same thing I told you that I never would I told you I changed even when I knew I never could I know I can't stop making you score minus two I need to throw picks, I need to throw picks Husser 104.9, Sandstorm 104.1 Some spread As always, we wrap up with Team Troy taking on a real North Jersey legend, me just as Flood began trolling me in the group chat, Jalen Waddle Rocket blasted his Twitter fingers clean off, scoring a season-high 18 points. Meanwhile, Amari Koopa Troopa wasn't the shell of his former self I had hoped for, as his 15 points from the flex cost me several one-ups and potentially some coin. But in the end, Team Troy walked a day in the life of a Giants fan as the G-Man. 
opted to lob a duck to Waller rather than feed Saquon and win the game. Me 114, Troy 112. And that was week six. Poe, how we doing? Better days are ahead of us, Billy. The uh, This past weekend kind of made me look in the mirror and I was like, damn, my team kind of sucks at running back. You're talking your fantasy team or Saquon Barkley? and uh, Every Rita? team that I'm a fan <laughs> of currently sucks at running back and can't score points. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I, I am just happy that I, I we waved the white flag, at least me personally, <laughs> the week prior. Because, I mean, that is, yeah. that is one of the most gut-wrenching losses ever, and I kind of was just able to laugh at it in a way. Um, and, and you were happy that you were able to, you know, get Brees Hall for, for nothing, too. That's also true. That's also true. Addison's performing well over there. And, I mean, once uh, Watson comes back, who knows with, um, what's his name, Elijah yeah. Moore. Elijah Moore. Good thing, yeah, yeah, good thing he has Jordan Addison for your RB1 that you now have. I mean, he's like RB18. I, and, I mean, I, I need some credit here. He was scoring two points against the Patriots and yeah. causing locker room issues. And then oh, if man. it works out, then it's, oh, trade rape. But then... Yeah, I don't know. I'm just projecting on you, Billy. I'm upset with my running back situation. <laughs> yeah, you you believed in Javante for three weeks too long. Don't don't give me any well, of that. I mean, if you watch the game, Javante Williams does <laughs> play. I well. don't watch no fucking Denver games. Yeah, I know that's the worst part. Is you have to watch Denver play football, <laughs> you which is like a punishment game. in and of itself. <laughs> you, God, I have one proc in my life. I don't need another one. While you were on vacation, right? You didn't watch that game while you were on vacation? No, nah, I missed that in Monday night. Uh, I saw the... Re- I, I had a full Russell Wilson, Sunday. I have never seen somebody play so bad at quarterback. It was... It was god-awful. He was literally hitting the back of his linemen's heads, like, the entire fucking game. I mean, game. I... We got down there, we checked in the hotel, like, got dinner, and then I definitely was like, oh, if we want to go to a bar or something after, watch the game. And then I just opened my phone to, like, 100 text messages just bitching about how shitty it is. It's like, yeah, I'm not really going to subject myself to this. <laughs> yeah, first thing, first things first, I know we're, we're on vacation, but we got to go watch the Broncos lose. I got to go check this Broncos 18-8 to 8 game out. Like, <laughs> you got to pick your battles. <laughs> yeah, it was a shitty game. Speaking of shitty, how's uh how's the pick I'm looking? Can we get the standings <laughs> before we jump into things? A little bit better this week. Um, I followed up the Poe and Nine with a <laughs> seven and seven and two week Ooh. with a six and zero oh on the pickums. Um, one and two in the NFL bets. You two and one in the NFL bets, and I actually, I think you might be a close to. I think you're hitting sixty percent on the year in your NFL bets. Really so far, sharp. always have been. Yeah, yeah, you're doing you're doing really well. Um, in I'm all facets, one ninety uh player prop. Yeah, you're yesterday. you're ten <laughs> you're ten seven and one on the year with your picks. We'll take that. We'll right take that. Out. Yeah, week. that's good. Um, but so far standings are I was able to pick up two games on you. Okay. Um, uh, or no, just one game. Sorry. So I'm twenty two and thirty two, and you're twenty nine twenty four and one. So gonna need you to have a poet nine week in order for me to Dude, really we got eight weeks to go you, you don't need a poet nine just keep chipping away yeah yeah also I'm just gonna no, have to keep fading you i got a notification the, the WNBA season just ended yesterday so i don't know when the fuck <laughs> yeah. that comes back i got an alert like the, the liberty I, lost the finals <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I was heartbroken, dude. I love the New York Liberty, man. I've been getting really into it lately, you know, because I'm going to have to go. <laughs> so I don't know when the fuck we're going to be able to do this. I think they start their season in, like, February. They run it that long, or do they do two, like, mini Wait. seasons a year? <laughs> they go February to October? <laughs> There's no way. May, they play, like, May 20 19th. games. Their tip-off is on Friday, May 19th. <laughs> okay. So right after May. the draft. Yeah. Yeah, right after the NFL draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we can plan we can plan our uh, our draft to a city that ha- hosts a WNBA game, and you just leave and go alone while we have a night on <laughs> the town. I would actually make it hilarious if, like, <laughs> we went so to um, what is it? The Seattle. We go to Seattle, and it's like the Seattle Sky or whatever their fucking team name is. <laughs> <That> sounds legit. <laughs> Sue Bird's still up It's actually there. a good idea. Then everybody can actually make fun no, of me. Like, gonna... oh, we're all going to go to a nice steakhouse and you got to go to the WNBA game alone. <laughs> it's so cruel, but uh, it is funny. <laughs> so It's fine. It's fine. I know what I signed up for. <laughs> all right, so let's get into the games. Uh, let's start with Wells and Curtis. Wells down to 3-3 three and three after the promising start, and then Curtis 4-2. and two. Bit of a dud week last week, but uh, still right in the thick of playoff contention quarterbacks we got jared goff against baltimore for kurt and then as of right now wells is still trying to find the answer to his quarterback looks like he's got sam howell and russ wilson on the bench thoughts there well my thought is is there anybody else better on the waiver wire because i highly doubt it um i mean i wouldn't start howell you saw what we did to josh allen last week We're, we're ferocious on d yeah, Bobby-o. calm down. <laughs> calm down. And yeah, I'm looking at the QB waiver wire, and there's literally no one I'd rather start. Holy shit, this, that is bad. So is it Russ um, against Green Bay or Sam Howell against the G-Men? I oh, mean, he's got Kyler you... as well. He's practicing. How can you trust Russell Wilson after what you just saw last week is like my main yeah, question. Yeah, he's going to do um, Howell, and I hope it plays I, I think you have to go Sam Howell. Um he has had some big games this yes. year. Like, he's really only had that one bad week against Buffalo. Um, otherwise, like, the, you know, their defense isn't great. He's on the field a lot. Like, they're scoring a lot of points. So, I don't hate it. He's got a lot of athletes on the outside. And then you have the plus side of, the hey, McLaurin Terry McLaurin is 1,000% going to score on the Giants this week. So, you're talking about potential, you know, stack there with McLaurin. So, I don't, I don't hate the Howell move. Um I just can't trust Russell Wilson, and I, and I think holding Kyler is also a good play because Arizona's looked a lot better than most people. Yeah, he's thought coming this back year. to an actual team. Like, yes, I don't hate Wells. Might have saved his his QB pur- purgatory here with that Kyler move. I don't know when he's. But I think for back, this week, though. he's just uh, he's, he, They just started his practice, so he's got three weeks mm. to be activated. So if he can stay above five hundred or at least five hundred. Till then, like he's he's got a good shot, but yeah, I I would go Hal personally this week. I don't know if you you would go any other way. Yeah, no, I mean it sounds like the Russell Wilson was real bad, so that doesn't sound too fun. And I mean the Giants have gotten tattooed on multiple occasions, uh, just not last week though. Um, but yeah, and then Jared Goff against Baltimore. Goff has just been having a nice season. Baltimore, I don't know if they're still as banged up on defense, but I mean he's QB four. You just kind of gotta keep riding him i know he's kind of fucked around and goofed this a few times with kirk 
Um, you're not going to do Kirk against San Fran in a revenge game. I think Goff is the no-brainer here. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I would definitely not be playing Kirk this week, especially with Justin Jefferson down. Like It, it limits his ceiling substantially um, while playing the San Francisco defense. So I think Jared Goff is definitely the best move. And don't look now, but uh, I was listening to part of my take, and Baldinger said that Jared Goff could potentially – be in the discussion for MVP. I don't know if that's the case, but we'll see. You know, there's a lot of season left, and yeah, he's been having a good year though. Um, yeah, I mean, he hasn't played himself looking out of like it, his early but... Rams years over again. And good for him. I mean, he he got dealt a shit hand, oh, a good hand with McVeigh and all the weapons and Curly in the prime, but then a shit hand as far as being like, ah, you're not good enough to win a Super Bowl. So I'm happy that he's in a, a nice, comfy spot. Yeah, um, I agree with you. And honestly, the Lions are probably who I'd like my number one pick to win the Super Bowl at this point, as far as who I'd be rooting for. But, um, but yeah, running backs it gets a little uglier. Well, still has his Josh Jacobs Stevenson duo. Stevenson, nice bounce back last week. I think he had the receiving touchdown, um, which kind of salvaged that. And then Najee Harris Zeke on Kurt's side so that's as ooh, as he as it gets um i'll let you weigh in here oh oh uh, that is gross well i guess the one thing you can say is zeke did find the end zone last week and i did see people clamoring for him to get the ball more um we call those people morons um he does <laughs> not look that good um disgusting disgusting kind of matchup they're here they're not gonna be able to he, score on buffalo right i don't think they're gonna be able to do shit against buffalo dude I, I mean they're not absolutely amazing against the running back they're 21st in the league but you gotta think stevenson's gonna get more a little bit more play and then Najee harris he's not even the starting run well i think he's technically still the starter but Jalen I mean, this Warren's is the week we find there. that out because it looked like warren was taking it over then bye week and then now we see kind of what happens I really am and praying for it. And even still, you're going against the Rams. the Rams, who have been pretty stout on defense this year. And it's Aaron fucking Donald. So it's... it's scary hours. Rough, rough matchups here. Rams, I think, are... Yep, they're eighth against uh, the running back position. And then, the I mean, so Jacobs You're playing Chicago. a bad running back in a bad matchup. And then Jacobs against Chicago is the only real difference maker, I'd say, out of these four. So, I mean, I kind of just point the arrow in Wells' direction because of that. Because, um, I mean, these And then I think guys... Stevenson will be involved enough in the passing game to where I think Wells has, has a sizable advantage mm-hmm. here at the running back position. Jacobs against Chicago should be a smash play. They're bottom, bottom five against the run. Um, and Stevenson, you know, if they're actually going to give him 20 touches, like he should be getting a game, you know, or 15-plus touches a game, then he should perform for fantasy. Like... His performances the last few weeks have been kind of against very good defenses in New Orleans, Dallas, and New York. Like, he's gotten the touches. He just hasn't found the end zone because their offense is so anemic. Um, I would hope that, you know, they show a little bit of signs of life against Buffalo, but I'm also kind of ready for the Patriots to just be dead. I mean, they definitely are dead, but we'll see how competitive they are. Well, we can't have them getting Caleb Williams, Billy. No, no. Although... We'll have the Caleb Williams conversation another day um, as we get closer to securing him, ideally. Um, but Cooper Cup, Terry McLaurin, and then Michael Thomas in the flex as the receiver tree. 
Wells, and then we got DK Metcalf, Ayuk, Curtis Samuel um, for Curtis. I guess we'll start on Wells' side. I mean, Cooper Cup looks fully back, which is very encouraging. I know Pittsburgh a bit more of a stout defense, but I, Cup is kind of matchup proof in my opinion. He's going to get 20 points no matter what. It doesn't matter who he's playing against. He's getting 20 points. So, yeah, he's he's as matchup proof, proof as they come. They're just so creative with how they get him the ball, you yeah. know. And then McLaurin against the Giants. I mean, the secondary, like, they have their days. Like, they'll bl- they'll blank certain receivers. The and then... has not been that bad. Like, yeah, he's no, been I actually mean, a relatively bright spot out of the draft. The secondary guys... Javon has also not played bad. It's just... Uh... Yeah, I mean, oh, the, season, going, the season's going, just sorry. gotten away from us, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> Save it for the end, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if we're going to shut down McLaurin, but I don't know if it's like the 40, 100% chance he's going to score, like you're saying. Like, there, there's a world where he kind of can get held in check, but you got, he's obviously a great start at wide receiver, too, behind Cup. And then Thomas, what's he been up to lately? I know the Saints' offense has been struggling a bit of late. Um, he's just been, like, the perfect 10-point. He's going to get you 10 points. Yeah, I mean... He's... <laughs> If you need him to get 10 points, he's going to get you 10 points. If you need him to get you 20 points, he's going to get you 10 points. He's That's got who that he's fucking all year. Harry Potter bedroom floor and ceiling just right at 10 points, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's fucking Harry Potter under the stairs. <laughs> and that, um... Fortnite reference. Then we got Brandon Ayuk against Mini. Uh, DK Metcalf against Arizona. And then Curtis Samuel against the Giants. Curtis Samuel... He's kind of the, more the gadget guy. I, I don't know how... He's been doing really well the last few weeks. It's one of those things where like he does this every year, and people are like, ooh, I want to get pick up Curtis yeah. Samuel, and then as soon as you you're put him in your lineup is when he has the six-point performance. I mean, that the gadget-type player does work against us. <laughs> that's the, what I was about fear. to say. Like These guys are the guys who always have. like The, the Boston Scots of the world so yeah. always have their day against the Giants, so... So that's it's, something. I, I would grade him. I would grade him above Thomas in the flex, just because he will get more opportunities and he'll get higher quality opportunities against a worse defense. Uh, and then and Ayuk and Metcalf are they? Ayuk is playing. He's healthy. He looks like a fucking stud wide receiver one so far in the year. Um, he didn't do too well against Cleveland because they have a very good pass defense and Purdy kind of struggled, but. I think against Minnesota this week, he'll be fine. Their, mm-hmm. their secondary is pretty dog shit. Metcalf, is he playing? I, be- I believe he's hurt. I know he's hurt, but the, I heard some quotes that sounded like he was. He didn't practice yesterday. Hmm. I, I could have sworn I heard him say. He was talking about that shit, like how he keeps fighting people after the whistle and shit, and how he was going to be out there. That I don't know. He doesn't have really any other options. Montgomery's banged up as well if you wanted to get a triple running back in the flex. And then Jamar Chase on the bye. Uh, not really any other enticing options. I guess and then John Dotson is more teams. of a name, but he hasn't been as productive as Samuel. So, I mean, I think this is your lineup, and then you kind of mess things around if uh, Metcalf isn't going. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think you play who he has in his lineup. The only person who I'd consider is maybe Josh Reynolds. Like, if you're if you're really looking for the stack. But I, I would only play him if Metcalf is hurt. Mm-hmm. I would not play Demartardo. 
<laughs> so, uh, and then tight end, Hawkinson and Ingram. Hold your to Ingram, by the way, just saying. Yeah, no, you were on that. Credit to you, 100%. <laughs> um, Evan Ingram and Hawkinson, probably the two most talked about tight ends in, in our podcast here. <laughs> Hawkinson, I need you to get the, the second good game. Hawkinson, I can't again, keep just having his average, average performances. But he gets made, 10, like, it's fine play. when fucking Michael Thomas gets 10. He's the perfect flex play. Like, give me a yeah. break. Yeah, well, Evan Ingram, I think of higher than fucking TJ Hawkinson. Evan Ingram's got a great floor as a tight end, and he's never going to ruin your week. You see that one-handed catch you made? Pretty sick. I don't know if you saw I that. Try, I'd block anything out that's, <laughs> that shows him being elite in any way, shape, or form. He got to do the of course celebration. He becomes, he becomes the tight end we needed for years as soon as he leaves the New York Giants. <laughs> he uh, he would have been so good with Dable. He was trying to do the it. he was trying to do the too small thing, but then was also amped that he caught it with one hand. So he was like too smalling while staring at his hand and just looked like some sort of <laughs> fucking uh, yeah. Like bent over he looks like a head. moron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, who are you picking here? Wells. Wells. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go Wells, too, I think. I think Kurt's hitting a bit of a lull, and he doesn't have Chase. Um, I like the running backs and receivers better, so... Yeah, I, I like Wells. Yeah, no quarterback is obviously scary, but we'll see. Next. Uh, yeah, I think he's gonna he's gonna play Howell, and hopefully Howell does better than Russell Wilson did last week. I think Russell Wilson had negative points last week. Hold on, before we go on, I gotta yeah, make sure. It's like this. five or six, I think. Oh, he's he's out. He had like negative points going into halftime. It was hilarious. All right, and then next up we got Steve and Travis. Steve at one and five after a heartbreaking Monday night loss, and then Travis back to three and yeah. three. He seems Lost like the best. Curtis Dub. Yeah, seems like the best team in the league right now as far as scoring for Trav the past couple weeks. Now that he's kind of figured out his lineup, and then Steve desperately needs a win, not running into the easiest opponent. But uh, let's break it down. Travis Over. loses Kyron Williams and Justin Jefferson. He's fine. Yeah, he kind of is fine. Although we'll get into it as we go down. But um, but yeah, Herbert and then Mahomes. So these two are playing each other. Um, in fantasy and in real life Herbert just kind of bozoing a bit and then honestly Mahomes bozoing a bit as well scoring um, I, again you can probably talk more about the Thursday night game than I can but he has not lived up to his QB1 um, draft status by any means and like not only is but he he's not, not ranked up there you. but I mean you, when he's not breaking 20 it's it hurts uh, he hasn't yeah, broken 20 since the Bears game Mm-hmm. And he's only broken twenty. Played some twice. good defenses. Well, Minnesota's not that good. Denver. Oh no! Not that Actually, good. I forgot he played Denver. Yeah, never Denver, mind. Minnesota, that Chicago. Thursday, that Thursday still... game was weird because they were kind of moving the ball between the twenties really well. They just couldn't score. So I mean, something to monitor. Obviously, you're still starting him until the wheels fall off. But some, yeah, and something to, to give you some confidence this week, Travis. Not that you need it, but. Mahomes is going against the worst defense in the league against quarterbacks. They're letting up 21 points a game to the position. Nice nugget there. And then what do you got for Herbert? Uh, Herbert is an overrated piece of trash. Um, He's just like Phillip Rivers. He always kind of crumbles in late games. Are you you talking about his fantasy outlook for this week? Either or. Keep going. Oh, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I I, I hate him. Sorry. 
Uh, I hate any Chargers quarterback, but he is playing the Chiefs, who actually have been relatively good this year. They're only letting up 13 points a game to the quarterback position, Billy. Uh, the Chiefs' defense has been kind of what's been winning them games a lot this year, kind of keeping the opponent like in hand and yeah. just... You know, the offense is just doing enough to win. But, yeah, the Chiefs defense has been way better this year than in previous years. I don't think Herbert's going to have a good week, to be honest with you. So we're leaning Mahomes there based on those defensive stats. Yes. And then running backs, we got ETN and Mostert. Mostert has just been on fire. ETN as well, honestly. And then Rashad White and Zach Evans. That is just oof. I know, obviously, Kyron out, but team. yeah, Zach Evans, it's between him and uh, Prox Boy, right? Who's the Oregon running back? Royce Freeman? Royce, yeah, Royce O'Neal Freeman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe Zach Evans is the next guy, but Rashad White just Didn't hasn't been Sean McVay either. this. Yeah, Sean McVay has not been committal to Zach Evans at all being the starter this week. Like, has pretty much given no sign of confidence in him. Um, that's why I didn't even like make a play for any of those guys. Like I didn't have fab dollars, but like I'm not picking up Royce Freeman or Daryl Henderson because it seems like it's going to be a muddy fucking backfield there this week. Yeah, and I mean it's not like the Pittsburgh front is all <laughs> easy, regardless. So um, tough start there. Rashad White, a tough defense in Atlanta as well, and I mean Tampa. Seemingly, like I'm waiting for them to just kind of turn back into a pumpkin. This, this is kind of a nice battle of the NFC. See who's a fraud and who, NFC South, who's a fraud and who can potentially come out of that division. Um, but yeah, Rashad White not doesn't excite me at all, especially at RB1. And then on no, the other side, Raheem Mostert and ETN. I mean, you could say a million good things about them, uh, and I'll give you the floor to do so. Uh, yeah, Raheem Mostert is absolutely electric. He's he's an amazing player. He's just as good as A-Chan when A-Chan is uh, not playing. Um, kind of sucks to see him fucking having a monumental game again. But yeah, he's he's kind of poised again. They are playing a much tougher front in the Philadelphia Eagles, who are number four against running backs Can't in the year. So I would actually, I would temper expectations for Mostert's output this week. But because McDaniels uses the running back so effectively... Like, I would be shocked if he didn't at least end the week with at least, you know, 12 to 15 points. And then ETN, again, they're playing a pretty stout defense in the Saints, who are number two against the running backs on the year. Um, But ETN's kind of been an absolute rocket the last two weeks. You're riding, you know, the hot hand here. These are both smash starts. Behind McCaffrey, pretty insane. Both great starts this week. And then receiver, um, Steve found a nice gem in Jacoby Myers against Chicago. I like that play a lot. And then A.J. Brown against uh, Miami. I expect kind of a shootout unless the Eagles are able to slow down the Finns a bit. But, I mean, A.J. Brown, still a great start. And then Drake London in the flex. On the other side, we got Michael Pittman back in the lineup due to some injuries on Travis's side. Puka Nakua, whose production has dipped a bit without uh or with cooper cup back in the lineup and then godwin making his first start of the year in the flex so i mean travis's receivers i won't say he's not feeling the injuries a bit um feeling on the buy as well but not the prettiest receiver group now that puka has kind of come down to earth but um 
Yeah, I'll let you break it down. Yeah, I mean, Pittman's been back to being solid with Minshew in the lineup. Um, and he will be for the whole year now with Richardson the, the issue, The issue is that Cleveland has an amazing fucking defense. They're number one against the receivers. So mm-hmm. it's, a, again, like... Travis is kind of getting these are three terrible matchups for his players in a row with New New Orleans, Philly and Cleveland. And then Puka also bad matchup in the Steelers defense, but you know, against wide receivers they're actually getting fucking gashed this year. They're bottom 4 against receivers on the year. They've let up six touchdowns and 74 receptions. So it's I think Nakua has a lot of room to work here even with Cooper Cup back. Godwin is kind of in this spot where Mike Evans kind of took like a backseat the last two weeks because he was kind of nursing Banged the up. hamstring. Yeah, and he should have he should have had a better week last week, Evans. But regardless, um, Godwin's been kind of a good floor the last last few weeks that he's been playing. Atlanta's defense though is also pretty fucking good, so they're number five against receivers on the year. So you're talking about between his RBs and his receivers, only Puka Nakua has a real plus matchup here. And him. he's now the two receive like yes. the <laughs> significant two. So I mean, the the receiver difference. If you want to talk about Drake London, he he has been better, and I mean Ritter's been able to throw it a bit. Very bad game last week. So I mean, we'll see. Um, but I mean, the receiver gap isn't huge and i i think it allows steve to kind of stay in the game i think myers has been so good yeah definitely lean steve and and myers should have another good week this week chicago exactly yep i like his matchups and then godwin and london i think are kind of a wash um so yeah i i think i think he can stay in it uh it's not as lopsided as if his, it would if his running backs find their way into the end zone, <sighs> that's a big and they if. both get ten. <laughs> if they both get ten points, like yeah. Steve's in this matchup, basically. And then, but you're right, ends. like yeah, the matchups are pr- are pretty shitty for Travis this week. And then tight end Kittle is just so hot or cold. I think one point last week after the big three touchdown. Uh, yeah, week, that's week how, how they what they do, dude. It's so annoying. Minnesota shitty matchup or like good matchup, shitty defense for him. So we'll see. And then Musgrave on Green Bay. He's a tight end. I don't really have a ton to add there. Yeah, he's just mids. Like he's a regular fucking Joe Schmo tight end. Like he it's might Denver, catch the ball a few so times. Maybe scores. <laughs> Who knows? I, I would. It's. Ca- Inconsequential difference. It's not like there's no What's tight the end accounting term there. when you fuck up? Immaterial. Immaterial. <laughs> so, I don't know. Would you take Zach Ertz? Uh, Zach Ertz is on his team or no? I no, he he's on Corey's the team. he's on the waiver wire. Eh. I'd, probably, I'd probably start him over Musgrave. That's a funner name and Denver. I don't know. I think he, yeah, I don't, I don't think that make it's, or break. But wash. if it does, sorry. Um, give me Steve to save his season. I, I I think the books are begging you to take Trav. I give me Steve to kind of stick around. He's a he's a two time champ. Uh, I don't think he's packing it up before Halloween. Uh, I'm gonna have to take Travis. I mean, regardless of the matchups, he's just got so much firepower. Yeah, it's it, this like, is a what, dumb what pick. That I'm just what if the 
what if the Miami Dolphins go out there and they fucking smash the Eagles, you know? And, like, it's just, like, one of those things where you... I don't think they will either, but I'm just saying, like, this shit happens all the time where you're like, oh, this is going to be a tough, grinded-out matchup, and then they just get fucking smacked, you know? If anything, I could see the Eagles... I heard now, I I don't think the Eagles' defense will keep up with the receivers either. I just think a lot of points... Their secondary is going to get gashed, yes. secondary does stink, but I'm more so worried about Mostert dudding than A.J. Brown dudding. Like, if there was one to dud, but... Yeah, I'll take AJ Steve. Brown has cried enough in the first five weeks to get ten catches a game for the rest of the season. So, I mean, his fucking pink cleats and douche behavior. All right, uh, I'm gonna take Travis though. I'm sorry, Steve. That is fine. Let's get over to Corey v. Husser. A battle of some three and threes, kind of heading in different directions potentially. Um, Corey has made a quarterback change. He's got Geno Smith against Arizona, and then Husser is back to Brock Purdy after fucking up the field's decision last week. Um, he's done that seemingly every week. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's got it right. He got it right against me and Molly Wapped me. But uh, well, Fields, I don't think is playing this week. He is a fractured thumb. Yeah, no. Regardless, you're going Purdy against Minnesota. I think that's a smash and a bounce back opportunity. And then Geno. Did you against- get to watch that game or no? Yeah, I watched everything on Sunday. I didn't. Okay. I just missed uh, Monday night and uh, Thursday night. But yeah, I, it was honestly the one that was on at the bar, um, and then I had Red Zone on my phone. I mean, he he didn't look great by any means, but I think Cleveland's D is just genuinely different. I, yeah, I, it's I just shocking. Of like, I haven't seen Purdy struggle that much. This is so the first game he ever to lost, see, to be besides the one you. where he dislocated yeah. his elbow. So he didn't play like it's kind of like what you were saying in the Giants game where like, hey, like if you can get pressure in his face and he kind of plays some fucking. Yeah. Yeah. He'll throw some ducks up there. And that's kind of what he did this time around. Even still, he made he made the plays to win the game. The kicker boofed it. With yeah, they should have. They should have 100 percent won the game. <laughs> he did. Um, it, he did and, enough. But yeah. Cl- Cleveland is really good on defense. So I, it's, you know, one of those things where it's like maybe they're just a really fucking good defense. So. I think I think 100% that's it. But Geno against Arizona, I, I think that's a good play. Um, Arizona, I know they kind of hang around in these games, but I mean, Geno... They're letting up a lot them. of points. Yeah, they they get scored on. Geno has seen them plenty at this point. I, I think he could have a nice day. DK Metcalf is something to monitor, but I, I think he can keep pace. Even with without him, they still have weapons with JSN and, and Tyler Lockett, so... You know, and Kenneth Walker. So uh, they're not lack of weapons, even if DK Metcalf, for instance, isn't playing this week. So yeah, I, I do like Geno a lot, especially because, you know, like you said, like Arizona's been in these games, but they are letting up a ton of points to the quarterback. They're bottom five, actually. 20 points a game they're letting up to the quarterback. And then running backs, we got Bijan and Gibbs. Corey just riding that until the wheels fall off. Um, like Bijan, continue. I, I, I'm just tired of talking about him. He's he's so good. He's so skilled, consistently in the double digits, but just hasn't had the nuclear win the week game, and that's kind of no. preventing Corey from really succeeding. Um, and then Gibbs is just he just is. He's going to have the backfield again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he is hurt, so he's banged he's up. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. He's dealing with a hamstring in- injury. Which always, to me, is like, well, he could literally just have one bad run, tweak the hamstring, and then be taken out of the game. So, 
Yeah, that's a pitch count injury on a guy that already has a pitch count. So yeah, <laughs> not not the best outlook. He, he doesn't have another running back though. He's got Jeff Wilson on the IR, Chuba on the bye. Yeah, just kind of nothing he could do. You got to play him and hope this is the week. Yeah, I agree. And then on the other side, Jonathan Taylor, Isaiah Pacheco. Taylor getting continuing to get a little more involved, still hasn't given you the Jonathan Taylor week. Um, I'm not sure if this Cleveland week is going to be the week Not going to be this week with <laughs> Cleveland, now. And then Pacheco continuing to produce. How are the Chargers against running backs? Do you have that handy? Um, yes, I do. They're also bottom seven in the league against running backs, letting up 25 points a game to the position. So, I mean, that's a nice start. You figure if he keeps Have you pitch- ever seen a defensive-minded head coach have a worse <laughs> defense than the fucking Chargers? And they're it's not even like they lack the for fire. talent. They're like they're not even lacking for talent. They have Khalil Mack and they have Bosa and they have Derwin James. Like what do you do? I don't get it. They're so bad on defense though. And maybe Derwin James is a little overrated to be honest with you. I mean, he, I think he's rated fine. It's just the safety. Like they're great to have that they can't they're be the not best as player good on impact, your defense. Yeah. You're he he hits people hard. He can cover tight ends. Like he's athletic. He can play in the box. But I mean, if he's your best like pseudo linebacker, then I think you're kind of having issues. Like you named two other yeah. edge rushers, but I don't know who the fuck they got interior. Like they should have gone like Kalaja Kansi or someone in the draft instead of not using fucking uh, Quentin Johnston. Like I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they took Quentin Johnston either, but. They're just kind stinks, of a disastery team, just wasting Herbert on the rookie deal. Yeah, well, he got extended too, so he's fine. Yeah, They're but fucked, he's going to get paid, and then it's like, this in theory is the best team that's ever going to be around him, you know? Yeah. So, sucks to suck. Um, yeah, so Pacheco's a good play. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is kind of washy. I think Taylor and Gibbs, honestly, are probably in for similar like eight point, eight to ten point games, and then Bijan and Pacheco are like your fifteen to twenty guys. Like, I, I know Corey's guys aren't great, but the matchups are a little more forgiving, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent agree. <laughs> okay. Um, I just don't. I just don't. No, know I, thought, I thought you were gonna. No, I thought you were gonna. Whenever I go out on like too deep of a limb, I'm just waiting for you to like push me off the plank and be like, "Well, actually, <laughs> shut the fuck up." Well, actually, let me tell you why you're wrong, yeah. and I'll be wrong in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So kind of washy there. I mean, even matchup as a, as I'm working my way down here. Corey side, Amon Ra, Ben Gray, Rashi Rice, eh. Jordan Addison against San Fran. Uh, and then other side, Tyreek Hill against Philly, Olave against Jacksonville, and then Kenny Walker against Arizona in the flex for Husser. Um, I'll just start off by saying I like Husser's guys better just on name recognition. Um, Kenneth Walker against Arizona should be a smash. I, I think he'll be really good, especially if they go out, um, out in front early. He's been an absolute rocket all year like really he's rb10 on the him. year and he already he already had his bye week and he's rb10 on the year still yeah so that's kind of insane he's he kind of picked up exactly where he left off last year so kenneth walker is a hundred percent a it's smash first rounder against, next year against, right who kenneth walker rounder? 
Uh, when he scores 30 this week against the Cardinals, who are letting up 28 points a game to the running back position, yeah, he's definitely going to be. Well, I just think it's like one of those things where like Seattle historically has always had like a running back go like in the first three rounds, and I think Kenneth Walker is like the best. He's the best guy they've had back there since Marshawn Lynch, probably. Because if yeah, you remember, they had, they had uh, they had Chris Carson, who was he was good, but he was never like that elite kind of next level running back. Um, but Kenneth Walker is he's he's the guy. And then Tyreek against Philly should be a smash. I mean, Tyreek, there's nothing really to say. And then Philly secondary been pretty sus. Um, I got super scared last week thinking Tyreek got hurt because I have him in like my other league. He kind of uh, always does that. I feel. It's always like he like a... pulled up on lame on the hamstring, but dude, he's on pace to break the single season receiving record. He right said now. he was getting two thousand yards preseason. Yeah, I mean he, I can't believe that the Chiefs let him go and won the Super Bowl. Still. Like it's yeah. insane to me. Like imagine how much better Super they're Bowl off. Bailed them out of like what is undoubtedly a pretty suspect decision. Like yeah. I don't know if the I don't have my finger on the pulse of the salary cap super. I just think he but. wanted to be the guy. Like I think he wanted to be like the guy though. He like wanted to fucking you know, party like, in Miami and chill. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Think, it's crazy to me though. Oh God, he's so it's insane. He just blows by people, dude. It's not like Deshaun Jackson who like would have like good seasons and he was like all speed like this guy just fucking makes people look stupid out there he he's wins got fucking corners too. on skate dude it's insane he, he's just so good he's so elite Screen and passes. then when he has the ball when he has the ball it's like not even just the speed it's just like his field vision is so good to like oh he's so good man yeah. like is he the best receiver in the nfl like he, is it him 100 percent right now who's better I'm just saying, like, I mean, Jefferson getting hurt hurts that argument, but I think they're one and two. And then, you know, if Cup kind of puts together a nice season, but I mean, like, Tyreek is healthy and he has the best production, like, deep threat. He's just ever, he's more than just a deep threat. I think that's what penalized him forever. It's It's definitely like, like, Everybody thought he was just a, he's going to beat you over the top and that's all he can do. But no, like he's showing in Miami, like he he has a fucking full route tree and he's going to destroy you. Like and beating you it, over the like, top isn't a bad thing when you do it every single week. Like it's it's not especially this. with God and Tua, who everybody used to always say like, oh, Tua's he's good. good. You remember people last year going into the year like were low on Tyree because they're like, oh, we don't know if Tua is going to have the arm strength to get him the ball. Well, uh, you think like look nah, at how fucking Tua's good Tua great. is with this guy. Yeah, he is really good. It really was the lefty thing. I, I think I literally was just like, he can't throw. Like, it just looks like Tim Tebow. <laughs> like, my brain was just stupid. He also had, who we've now come to find out, like, Brian Flores completely against using him, like, the entire time, you know? So, like, yeah, he was never I mean, really set up. the line was really see. bad. Like, they, they had some issues. They whiffed on a couple uh, tackle draft picks, and yeah. Like but needless to say, yeah, Tyree Kill is going to shit all over the Eagles this week to come back to our point. He's going to shit all over the Eagles this week. I'm excited. I want to throw the deuces on some Philly scumbags. They um, are letting up 42.55 points to the wide receiver position on the year. Eight touchdowns. Yeah, so, I mean, and one of those weeks was against the Jets when I don't think they had any, so. Right, the Garrett Wilson Ooh. score? No, he didn't. He didn't. I remember because I started him. Yeah. 
And then Olave against Jacksonville should be good. Olave kind of has, has cooled off from the hot start, but 16 points. I just last think it's week. Derek Carr is kind of mid, so you know, yeah, he'll have his weeks where he kind of goes down. But like in a it's in a, a matchup against too. a lesser defense, he should be a fine play. I mean, he's better than a fine play in terms of his actual football ability. It's just he's limited with the offense there. And Jacksonville's pretty good. Uh, their defense is not bad. Um, they're kind of middle of the pack against receivers and running backs, but you know, they're they're not getting scored on a ton, to say the least. And then on the other side, Amon Ra, really great game last week. Corey definitely hit here um, very well at the end of the first round with Amon Ra. Baltimore, I, I don't think the matchup really scares me a ton. I mean, I know they had a nice game against Tennessee, but I just hate watching that fucking offense. Like, Baltimore yeah. has has allowed some yardage against actual opponents. So, I think Amon Ra is a smash. And then it's just Rasheed Rice. It's going to be a really good game. Yeah. Two, two of, like, the pseudo, like, contenders. I think Baltimore wins, but we'll get there. And then Rasheed Rice and Jordan Addison, though, are just kind of ugly. Uh, Addison, like been a decent like he's been a flexible receiver the entire year it's just san fran after losing i think is a pretty tough spot for him and it, it doesn't she rice is getting more usage i think they're really trying to get him involved there um in kansas city i i don't love it but i love him more as a flex but i don't think it's gonna i i don't think these wide i think they're both like 10 bad. to 12 guys though is the thing and they're lined up against olave and Kenneth Walker and Kenneth Walker, yeah, it's so, it's tough. That, that's sledding, more so my least. point. Like, I can't see either of them booming. Yeah, I agree with you. So, I mean, the the lineup honestly looks better than it has the past few weeks for Corey. I'd say now that his receivers have come into their own a bit, but still, I Husser's got one of the better teams in the league too. I hate to admit it, and Jonathan Taylor hasn't done shit for him yet. I mean, this is. A pretty scary team, um, just in general. And then I don't know if you even want to waste time talking about Johnny Smith and Cole Komet. It is just funny that no. Johnny Smith is fantasy relevant behind Kyle Pitts. Like, so yeah, I it's it's crazy. Cole Komet is probably going to come back down to earth now without Justin Fields forcing the ball. Yeah, are so. they starting that same dude, the one with the arm sleeve? I have no idea who they're starting because I just couldn't care less about what the Chicago Bears are doing week in and week out. To be you saw the clip of their dudes blocking each other, though? That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, like where the right guard was like looking. He looked like Evan <laughs> Neal. So like, I can't even, I no, can't even make fun of No, we need one of those guys. If someone blocks Evan Neal from wandering downfield, yeah. <laughs> literally the amount of ineligible man downfield like calls are just fucking insane. Hyatt makes like the yeah. sick toe-tap toe catch. And then Evan Neal just doesn't have anyone to block and it's just walking. Fucking idiot. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with Husser. I think Tyreek Hill is honestly the difference here. And then I just like the wide receiver two and flex a little more. Yeah, I'm going to have to take Tom here. Cool. Um, so we'll skip you and me. So let's go to Rasp versus Troy. Two two and four teams. This is this is a loser leaves town. I'd say. I I don't think you're necessarily dead at two and four, but I mean Troy's kind of treading water a little bit. And then Rasp, like while his team is scoring, it's like this is a game that if you drop, 
you kind of don't have any more leeway. Um, yeah, so. you pretty much have to get. You need to have seven wins basically to have a chance at the playoffs. So, so yeah, it's a so big about... game here. Big big game. Um, yes, let's break it down. Jalen Hurts against Miami. He's fine, fantasy-wise. <laughs> He's fine <laughs> fantasy-wise. Um, Miami, I expect it to be a shootout. Miami doesn't play great defense by any means. I, I think he'll... It, his big weeks are if he gets the rushing touchdowns, essentially. He should be fine against this defense, which is absolutely terrible against the quarterback. Um, they're 26, and the Eagles are 27th. So to give you kind of some flavor of both quarterbacks should have a good week this week. Hurts, though, is like one of those things where it's like they're winning games. They're he's doing fine for fantasy, but like he has not looked anywhere near as good as he looked last year. If like you're actually watching him play, I, yeah. I don't know if you it's hard to it's hard for him to repeat that year. I mean, he just had so many touchdowns like early on, and you kind of you need the first like good six weeks to just seven get interceptions through six weeks. Too. Yeah, the interceptions are bad as well. Though the one to the Jets, I mean, number one, why are you throwing the ball? Like <laughs> they're not going to march down the field on you with way less time. Like did they? What were they trying to do? I don't remember the exact situation. Would it have killed forty seconds or just the last time out? Like. Regardless, I regardless, I mean, throwing the ball there is dumb, and then throwing the interception there is just really, really, really shitty. Uh, it, it was the shittiest he's looked in two years, um, 100%. It was some of the struggles yeah. that he had um, when everyone kind of wasn't believing in him in 2020, uh, or 21, rather. So, I mean, that's something to monitor. I, I think he bounces back, though. Um I think it's a perfectly good start. He's QB2 on the year, and like you said, Miami, not world beaters against the quarterback. On the other side, Stafford against Pittsburgh. What are your thoughts here? Stafford been a bit up and down, and then Pittsburgh D, how have they been against the quarterback? Um, They're 16th, so middle of the pack okay. against the quarterback. He's so he QB should be 16. fine. Yeah, he should be fine, but it's like, I don't know. Uh, he's going to give you like 15 hurts, points. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You're giving up probably a touchdown to Hertz at, at least to, to be fair. And there's a, there's a world where Stafford has an absolute terrible day because TJ Watt just has his way with the Rams offensive line. Def, definitely possible. So big, big QB edge there for Rasp running backs. Troy's got Saquon and Swift. Swift been great this year. Um, I expect that to continue against Miami. Again, Miami's defense hasn't been incredible. It's more so they're scoring 37 points a game. Yeah. So, and then Saquon. How do you think he looked? I didn't think... It's so hard to judge with the run blocking being what it was, but I mean, it's the, he. I don't think he's 100% by any means. I think he'll have a better week against Washington's defense. I mean, their their um, front is probably better than Buffalo's. Their front, as far as stuff, they, run stopping. They have, they have, yeah. I mean, they have a bunch of names up there, but Payne. They're they're moderately better than Buffalo. I, I I don't know. I I would think that Saquon probably, if if Daniel Jones is back, will have a little bit more. I don't know open lanes in the passing department, but I I mean. This is all just to say that, like, you know, clearly our confidence isn't very high in Saquon. I mean, he got his points on, like, that one series where they couldn't stop us, like, pulling Glewinski repeatedly. He got, like, 
60 yards and then i think we ended up with no points or settled for a field goal or some shit um yeah i don't know i the giants offense is just really bad and i would just hate playing players and we lost another uh izudu is now out two for the season so our offensive line this week is going to be we got pew quite literally (laughs) we got pew and tyree quite literally uh it's literally a bunch of practice squad guys starting an offensive line for us this week. Literally. It has been all year, so it's fun, fun, fun times. But yeah, so needless to say, I don't have a ton of confidence in Saquon like breaking 20. I think Swift is the better play out of the two. You're not going to bench Saquon, and I don't think he has great options. Justice Hill so or Latavius Murray, no thanks. So, I mean, yeah, he's got the guys in there, I, but we'll see. On the other side, Rast running backs. Zach Moss been very nice issue. Cleveland again. And then Madison against San Fran. So he's got probably the two toughest running back matchups. I don't know if it's statistically. It's that crazy far. to me how I, how many running like people I've dropped that just ended up being like good like Zach Moss is. It's it's so annoying. It might be coming um, to an end if Taylor fully takes over. I don't think again. so because it seems like they're using him a lot in the pass game on third down. So I, I don't I don't know if they're gonna use Taylor like that. Especially coming off an injury and when they gave him a shit ton of money in a year that's pretty much a punt year, you know? Which is like sad. Not... I wanted to see more Richardson. Yeah, uh, but I think that it's I think it's be- like even if I it seems like he could have came back in like six weeks. But like at this point, it's like, hey, Get the shoulder he showed you it's what he arm. he showed you what he can do. Don't put a shit ton of stuff out there on tape, and now he can really work a full off season in the offense, and then let's build some more around him. Yeah, you know? Get a receiver in the draft or something. Get some get some offensive linemen too. Yeah, basically. So but, that's um, talking Colts. But yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> Madison against San Fran. Terrible uh, matchup, yeah. or a, a running back that hasn't been killed playing, you. Yeah, he's been pe- he's been playing better. I, I think he got me. He's been playing how Rasp has wanted him to play. Like Correct. this is what Rasp needs is like because t- Rasp has advantages at other spots in his roster. Like he just needs twelve points a week from the running back, and I, and I think he can get that against San Francisco. I, I think mean, he can match he's, Saquon. He's enough, is that impossible? Yeah, like. I, no, I think the the real matchup here is is DeAndre Swift is where the advantage goes to. Yeah, that's the best. Uh, of Zach, the four guys. In, a, in a game in Cleveland where I don't think the the Colts are going to be able to run the ball, so I, I really don't think Zach Moss is is a bad play here. Um, the only thing I might consider is if, and this is tough. It's like you know if Christian McCaffrey isn't playing, like do you slot Jordan mm. and Mason in? Um, I'm kind of of the opinion that Elijah Mitchell will be the running back to play um, if Christian McCaffrey isn't in. But that's where I think you're you're probably yeah. thinking about it. You, you can't possibly make that guess before you No, I think it. you keep Zach Moss in, for sure. So, I mean, it's tough, but I think that's what you got to do. And then receivers, yeah. Devontae Adams, dud game last week. I think he's just banged up, potentially. But, I mean, Chicago, you got to play him. Calvin Ridley been pretty consistently disappointing, and then Cooper having a nice season. And we were scared of DTR not getting him the ball, but turns out it was our buddy PJ Walker from Temple, um, yeah, <laughs> who, who gave him the who got him the and ball. Amari Cooper looks great. Like Cooper's he, he had like that one contested catch on the sideline where yeah. he just looked like 
he's always he's been besides like that few like that six week span in Oakland where he kind of like lost it, you know. Like he's been an elite receiver for the majority of his career. Thank so. God Dallas let him walk, or they what did they trade him for like a fourth round pick or something? Like, yeah, it was geez. it was like it was nothing. Um, like I know C he should, but <laughs> you'd rather have both of them. Yeah, I agree. It seemed like he it was like a contract because I think Cooper got money too if he went to Cleveland. Yeah, no, they, I forget what. No, I think they paid him, and then they were like, "All right, CD's better. Let's move mm-hmm. him and take on money." Yeah, so but. Cooper is a great start this week. It seems like Deshaun Watson's going to play um, based on what I'm seeing in the news. Um, so if that happens, then a huge kind of uh, uptick there. for him. What are your thoughts on Devontae Adams? And Adams Ridley? Yeah. Devontae Adams, did you see... So he's had two down weeks. Did you see Tony Romo last week completely confused, like, uh, number 10 for the Raiders as Devontae Adams? And he was like, this is this is what McDaniels is... Or McDaniels has wanted all year. Uh, what's what's the guy... Who's the guy he does it with? Uh, um, his announcer, Jim. This is what McDaniels has wanted all year, Jim. You see, he just wants to get the ball deep to Devontae Adams. And it was their third string wide receiver who had dreads and i can't believe he didn't get cooked anywhere for this it was hilarious i was like that's not Devonte adams you fucking idiot. it was like trey tucker or some shit hold on romo does that shit all the time he he his his big uh catchphrase is just like this is what they've been waiting for jim like this is what they've been expecting it's just yeah so it, fucking it annoying. was so bad it was trey yeah it was trey tucker i was like damn this is low key racist as fuck, Romo. Like you don't even know who Devonte Adams is by looking one. at them. It's a one and a seven, dude. <laughs> it's it's hard to mix up a ten and a seventeen, Billy. Come on, he's know. a professional football analyst. Like this is what they've been wanting all year is Devonte. Like that's clearly not Devonte Adams. Like Justin it's, Chuck it was just knocked him in the head a lot. Leave him be. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> Romo. <laughs> Anyways, get back to Devonte Adams. He is not happy. Um. And I think this is the week where they will make him happy and feed him targets against this shitty Chicago defense. So, you know, he's been kind of adamant that he's not happy with his limited role. Uh, so I, I think he'll probably get fed targets. Um, but trade watch for Devontae Adams, honestly, leading into the trade deadline. And then it's like Ridley. I don't know how long you can keep going to him, but he doesn't really have great other options. He's got Tyler Boyd from Team Corey, seemingly. Um, you got to keep playing him, but he's kind of, he's not doing I think it what you. they said last week was, was it Trevor Lawrence who came out and said this? But they basically said, like, they were trying to force the ball to Ridley early in the year, and their offense was struggling, and what they found is that they should play around, like, his ability, and it's actually opening up more in the passing game for them. Um, he had a he had a pedestrian week last week against Indianapolis and New Orleans is a tough He's matchup. Had like four pedestrian weeks. He had the two big yeah. games that saved this season so far. But so what's different? So you're saying T.J. Hawkinson's better than Calvin Ridley? And he only had one good game. I'd rather really? have Hawkinson than Ridley on my team right now. <laughs> if, that, if that answers your yeah, question, I mean, it's, as far as the tight end, least, the, the Jacksonville wide receiver you want is on the other team, anyways. He so is uh, Christian Kirk. Swing on over. Kirk in the flex, DJ Moore, and then Devontae Smith. Um, I don't know how DJ Moore looked with whatever shitty quarterback they were playing. I know he only had 10 points, but that kind of hurts him, you got to figure. 
Yeah, because he was, at the very least, he was Fields' guy. Devontae Smith, is he going to come back into form as well against Miami here? I don't even think it's one of those things where he's not coming to form. I just think it's one of those things where not getting the targets. AJ Brown is getting fed the targets, like you know. I mean, he had eleven targets last week and nine points. They like, weren't high quality. I mean, you saw how bad Jalen Hurts played last week. They weren't high quality targets. It's I'm just, just saying, uh, it's not like he's getting iced out. Like it's concerning because considering what he showed you the first few weeks of the season, like oh, this is he's going to be the guy this year, which is kind of what I thought it was going to be. Um. Big bounce back spot here for Miami, but if he doesn't get it going against Miami, then I think you're fair panic to be button. concerned. Yeah, then I think it's panic button. My hand is hovering over it for sure. I don't know if yeah, I don't know if you're ready to press the Jamison Williams button yet. So I mean, you're you're still playing or the them. Joshua Palmer one, who's Ooh. who's also kind of getting he's getting targets, you know. Yeah, but you're not going to play him over Devonte Smith. Otherwise, like what? what are no. We doing? Go play daily no. fantasy if that's what that's what you're trying to do. Like, you gotta you gotta play your guys you drafted. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Rasp has the right lineup in here. And then Kirk. Oh, that game's tonight. So Jacksonville, New Orleans. So let's get some hot takes. That way, when this comes out tomorrow, everyone can uh, can roast you. This game is gonna be ugly and boring. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I, I literally wanted to have a hot take, and I was like, I just don't care. Like. <laughs> This game is going to be ugly and boring. The Jaguars are coming off two back-to-back weeks in in London. I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to. No, be they, they were back last week. Oh, they were. I thought the, they the were there. The game last week was uh, Titans. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Titans. So they were back. You're right. Regardless, yeah, it's yeah. Be an ugly, boring <laughs> game. The, the hot take is this game stinks, but Kirk has yeah. been better than Ridley. Is the let's not bury the lead. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been pretty on that all year, though, saying that Kirk was the better play. Like, he had that bad week, week one, but then every week, we've I've literally said it, Christian Kirk's the guy you got to start, because he's going to get a guaranteed, like, 10-plus points, and then he has a top touchdown opportunity out there. I'm happy for Kirk, too. He was the, the victim of the, oh, my God, all these receivers are getting so much money when Jacksonville And then he's them. been it's the like best he, signing that offseason. I would love to have him on my team right yeah. now, like... Yeah, so. he was one of those guys in Arizona that kind of like was under DeAndre Hopkins' shadow and was always like a pretty good guy who just didn't wasn't the primary target basically. Mm-hmm. So good for Christian Kirk. Um, yeah, I don't really love either one of these receiving rooms this week. Honestly, I think Cooper and Kirk can be kind of washy. DJ Moore, I just don't know what the backup quarterback, and then Devonte and Devonte have both been pretty pedestrian like i don't have a huge lean as far as who i like better i'm taking troy just in general or the receivers i'm taking troy this is just screams to me rasp in the group chat sunday night on not understanding how troy's team scored 140 (laughs) points we we still got to talk kelsey versus before you pick troy like he, oh yeah, well Kelsey is gonna fucking destroy <laughs> exactly. the Chargers. What do you mean? Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, don't don't fully go upset alert. And then Dalton Schultz, I don't think he's playing. They're on a bye, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I, I don't think he's playing either. He's on a bye. <laughs> so probably see Zach Ertz slotted into that lineup. That's or Logan Thomas against the Giants. That's enticing. Ugh, 
Uh, yeah, that that is enticing because the Giants can't cover tight ends for twenty years now. <laughs> that and the Chargers can't run between the tackles. It's just said every <laughs> single week. Listen, listen. <laughs> I've never felt more right in my entire life than seeing Austin Eckler. What was the play? It was like, uh, it was like second and goal, and they tried to run Austin Eckler over the right guard, and he just got fucking stuffed at the line. And I was like, I literally, Bill, was like the Kevin James smirking meme at that point in time, and like, (laughs) I immediately started chirping like, ooh, Austin Eckler looks good running the ball there. Listen, I... Who has Eckler on their team? Because we'll talk about it when we get Smaller. to him. Okay, well, let's go to your matchup next, then. Who okay. are you picking here? In this, um, I'll pick Rasp, just Hurts and Kelsey. I think it's even everywhere else, but yeah. The receivers I'm worried about could really dud for Rasp this week is, is my real actual concern. Yeah, and then one more other thing to consider. If Watson's playing, does he slot in over Stafford or no? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Watson Absolutely. hasn't been good. He's still... It, you're playing the ceiling, though. All right. Yeah, you always did love him. In my opinion. You always were Shut up. Watson shut up. Apologist. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. You're saying something about the owner was... making up the story? No, shut up. Don't even <laughs> put this out there. I hate Deshaun Watson... I was a very big fan of his until he sexually assaulted allegedly 23 women. Got to throw that alleged in. Um, yeah. Next up, me and Muller. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a big game. It's a big game. This one's yeah, this is a big for week. first place. This is a this is your primetime game here. I'm a little worried, honestly. Um, Muller's got a decent squad, and then I have some. Some question marks. We'll get into it as we go. Josh Allen against New England. Tua against Philly. Josh Allen, he's been good all year, but that was a bad game last week. That definitely scares me. I think New England. He's going against the fifth best defense against quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, they're banged up. No Judon, no Gonzalez. Like, I don't think. I think they'll slowly dip in the rankings, but I mean, Belichick's seen him how many times by now, and I'm. The Bills just look kind of broken against us, like, and I don't think we were doing a ton to cause that disruption. And it, it just it it was a bit of a oh, this could be bad. And I was just picturing it happening in the playoffs, and it cost me. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think two is the safer play against Philly. Honestly, I'm obviously going to play Josh Allen, but two against Philly, I think, is a guaranteed Bottom. 25. Yeah, I would I would agree with you on that. I I, I th- do think two is the better play. I think New England's dead, though, right? New England's dead, but I mean, this could be one more game. Doesn't this kind of scream to you? Doesn't this? This is what it screams to me: is like public overreaction to the Bills last week. Yeah, New England kind of getting the treatment of oh, the Bills have always struggled, you know, against New England. Like this seems to me like a game where the Bills are going to want to go out there and be like, hey, New England, remember when like you would beat us and then still run the score up to forty-five? Like this is what we're going to do to you. You know, (laughs) I mean, that would be dope. Uh, I, I like that. I think I, I like think they're gonna smack. I think they're gonna smack the Patriots around this week. To be honest with you. So then, running backs. Um, I got James Cook, and that's that's the other guy I'm worried about. It's like he just doesn't score touchdowns. I mean, five yards a carry, like 14 carries, like great, but no receptions. Uh, the one dude getting carded off 
um, could help. But now they want like to get like Legarrette Blunt in here. It's like just get these other guys out of here and more James Cook, please. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you. I, it, that's what the Buffalo Bills do, though. So yeah, I, I, running I knew this was coming. Sort of. I mean, they play him. He gets more of a share than I mean, like your Devin. You're just kind of getting fucked this would. week because usually you'd have Brees Hall in. Yeah, but Jalen Warren, we kind of talked about it a little bit. I want him to take over the backfield. Like, everyone... I, I think fucking Nail was in the group chat. Like, who's this Warren guy? Like, I was just like, yeah, he is so much better. Just play him. And he's involved in the passing game, so I the think he's got a good The passing game's kept floor. him relevant regardless. Like, he gets him in the double digits. But it's like, can he have 15 carries, please? Like, It is a tough matchup against the Rams, though, on defense. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I, I don't. I quite literally don't have another option with uh, Brees on the bye, and I'm not ready for Kendra Miller quite yet. I mean, because I mean, he's the same thing. He kind of can stay relevant because of the pass game a bit, but to a shittier extent. And I'm not banking on him taking over the backfield from. Kamara, no, I think so. you have the. I think you have the right guys in right now. And then yeah, you can have your victory lap on Eckler and Kamara aforementioned on my um, So I want to preface this by saying I don't think Austin Eckler is a bad player. I just think that the Chargers are absolutely terrible at running the ball effectively <laughs> Say between it. the tackles. They just don't do it. They just don't do it. I, I don't know what else to tell you. There's a reason why when Eckler was out, like the play was, oh, play Josh Kelly. Like the Chargers are so good uh, at the running, like at getting running back points, shit like this. Josh Kelly comes in. He doesn't have the passing game work that Eckler has like he's not a shifty in space and he's like a traditional running back and then you see what happens when they try to run traditional running running plays like it just doesn't work and like that's one of the things with the Chargers that I think is just hysterical how it's first and goal on the eight yard line they run the ball once for three yards or two yards and then it's three pass plays in a row and they barely get the touchdown on a Gerald Everett fucking sneaking out of the backfield tight end pass you know like the chargers can't run the ball at all like eckler will probably be fine from a fantasy perspective because he gets the ball in space enough like he does get a ton of passes so i am i think he's fine kind of this week in in fantasy but this is why the chargers suck and they'll continue to suck is because they put way too much on justin herbert's shoulders who is going to throw those shitty lame duck passes sometimes because he's just trying to play hero ball constantly. So yeah, Austin Eckler, I wish him luck in the future because this is going to be his last year in LA. And I hope he goes to a team who actually, you know, is good. Um, so yeah, fuck the chargers. Uh, Alvin Kamara, on the other hand, pretty much exactly what you wanted him to be last year is what he's being this year, which is he's touching the ball 25 times a game and he's going to get 20 points as long as he's, kind of has a pulse out there basically yeah i'm I'm hoping thursday night shenanigans kind of lower the the ceiling a bit here but in general i mean both of his guys i'd rather have than my guys even with the austin eckler um tackles rant aside i, I just think both of his dudes are really good and if he's gonna win the game it's definitely gonna be by virtue of these two if those two combined are under 40, it's like I'd, I'd sign the dotted line right now for that. I just can't have them killing me. But, I would say they probably get 40, would be my guess. Yeah, so that sucks. But what also sucks is his wide receivers 
Debo Samuel, KJ Osborne. Uh, let me see if he just hasn't said it. No, he's got a million buys. So he's got Jerry Judy as the only other option. So yeah, and I mean, Debo Samuel, I don't think is going to play this week. So that's great news. I mean, like, yeah, when Debo duds, it's like he just gets nothing from the receiver room. Like KJ Osborne still hasn't been shit, even without Justin Jefferson. Um, like, yeah, I think this Justin like Jefferson a, guy might be pretty good, Bill. It's not yeah. just the, the Vikings offense. Yeah, I think it's tough. I mean, he's not a great flex play, honestly. So that sucks. And then he's got Brian Robinson in the flex because, like we said, no receivers against the Giants. I think we should bottle up Robinson decently. I, I wouldn't say that. You think so? You think he scores or, like, I don't know. I think he 100% scores a touchdown and has, like, 70-plus yards, yeah. I think it's more so the fast backs that kind of kill us. Like, he kind of lumbers. I, I don't know. I, I, think... I don't think we're good at stopping many running backs in general, and I just think, uh, Bobby you know, we're, 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 we're bottom seven against the running back position. We, we've let up. The the Dolphins game fucked us there. We've let up seven touchdowns and seven hundred ninety six yards. The Dolphins the game and then the James Conner AP game are the two are the two bad ones. Yeah, so like they did I fine against I, Kenneth Walker. They did fine against the Bills. Like, but even Kenneth Walker had a good game. Like he had like twenty points or so because he had that <laughs> touchdown, the long touchdown. No, he would have had. Uh, he did at the end, you're right. He would have yep. had the one on the first play of the game, remember? I, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this play until right now where we rolled over. I was like, oh, thank God, now we can win. And then, Yeah. <laughs> his knee was down, his knee was down. They're calling it back. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not. I'm personally not terribly afraid of Brian Robinson. We'll see how that ages. Neither am I. I just, I just think that he's a fine play at the flex, basically. Yeah, it's all he's got. And then my receivers, I think this is where I really need to to make up the ground here. Stephon, no Christian Gonzalez, you're fine there. Yeah, and I mean Diggs is matchup proof. Diggs has been really, really good all year. Wide receiver too, like thrilled with what I've got from him. Mm-hmm. Hasn't even had the touchdowns really. It's just a ton of volume, like ton of receptions, ton of yards. He's just very good, and need him to keep. Yeah, the stack is good. working out very well. And then Waddle, I think he's kind of slowly coming finding, back on. Yeah, I mean, back, I mean, he's coming back ugly. from a hamstring injury. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, ten targets against the Giants, nine against Carolina, and he gets the red zone looks as well when three people follow yes. Tyreek around the field. So I, th- I think he'll slowly be the guy I need him to be, um, and I'm banking on it against Philly. Uh, I think these two guys are going to be huge for me, and then Pickens coming back off the bye against the Rams. It seemed like Pickens was kind of hitting his stride as well. I don't know about the Rams' pass D, but I'll let you give me that stat. Um, The Rams are... Hold on a second, I'm trying to find them. My bad, I didn't mean to put you in a shitty spot. They're number number four against the wide receiver position. So yeah, pretty good defense in the Rams. So I do think that... uh, Pickett is going to struggle this week, which could mean bad day for Pickens. I mean, I'm not going Wandale Robinson or like Rondale Moore. Tutu Atwell kind of burnt me last week in the flex. I, I think I still got to play Pickens just because the volume is there until this the would be the Johnson week where back. Wandale has like 120 yards, and then you think of putting him in your flex next week, no, and that's when he gets knocked out of the game no, in the no, second no. quarter. 
Yeah, I'm just saying, like he's gonna have a good week this week. I feel like Wandale. He's a good player. And then you're gonna you're gonna think of playing him next week, and then he's gonna get knocked out in the second quarter from like a a hit from a cornerback because he's just so no. small. <laughs> Leave it be. Don't put that out there. I, I want us to lose. I don't want our guys getting hurt. I don't want him to get hurt either. I'm just just the reality of the situation. So yeah, I, I think I have an advantage. From receivers and flexes, I, I know you're not as high on Pickens, but I think he can outperform. Robinson. I think he's a very good receiver. It's just like one of those things where the offense around him kind of sucks. So like he's he can only go as far as the offense takes him, you know. Mm-hmm. And then tight he ends. could definitely break one free though for a touchdown. Like uh, don't get me wrong. And that that's kind of what has given him the big week so far when he does hit the big one. So hopefully they have something. Drawn he's up. going back to the pits. Well. Yeah, it's Pitts and Waller, the battle of the disappointing mid. tight ends. <laughs> battle of the mid. I wish I didn't have Waller because then I could actually then I would convince myself to play Wandale, but I'm not putting two Giants players no. in a fantasy lineup. In a in a team that might score two offensive touchdowns potentially. We haven't scored an offensive touchdown in fucking in three weeks. Yeah. So that's <sighs> to consider. Um, I mean, Waller was getting involved in garbage time. Not garbage time. I mean, it was the game-winning drive, but he wasn't doing shit He should have had that touchdown, dude. He should have I mean, had that yeah, touchdown. Yeah. I, I know he got Even held. with the P.I., he should have got the yeah, touchdown. Yeah, like, I mean, That's he just hasn't you... come up with any of these contested catches. Like, not one of them. There's no. He's had multiple chances. At least, at least he's healthy, dude. At least he's been healthy, so, like, we can... We can but it's like, do we keep him beyond this year? Like... Yeah, I think so. Because if we get a rookie next year, you're gonna want. We need a. We can't do what the Panthers are doing, which is get a rookie <laughs> yeah. quarterback and then have. Now they're like, we no need a receiver. Thielen. Your best receiver is Adam Thielen, who's having a fucking year, but he's literally getting like half a yard of separation on average. Yeah. Like he's not, he's not burning people out there. It's just he's literally the only receiver with a pulse. But I mean, I kind of lean Waller. Like I think. Maybe this is the year, the, the week he gets a touchdown. It's like Kyle Pitts just never gets touchdowns. So I saw at least I the I, one I, I don't target. mind Waller either. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but the offense did look better, even if <laughs> it was marginally better. Yeah, I mean, if they convert any of these one-inch plays, like we got, it was a fourth and inches we settled for a field goal, and then two, obviously, at the end of each half, it's like... They were somewhat moving the ball. <laughs> like, this is one of those those years where Dable's ball, just gonna have to he's gonna have to just grind it out. Like I, I'm not out yeah. on Dable at all still. And as much as people want to make fun of the end of the first half thing, like that was very much clearly on Tyrod. Like yeah, I, I don't understand no, I, that. I think so too. And I'm not I don't understand. A... Oh, he doesn't know. Like the point is, like if Tyrod hikes the ball there and throws it with six seconds left, the point is he throws it immediately. And if he misses the ball, like it's you could kick the field goal, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. It is what it is. Let's say save it. But um who are you picking yeah. in the game? Uh I will be taking you this week. Yeah, I mean I'm yeah, I fade Muller every week and I pick me every week, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> this just means I'm gonna pick me, but I am I am admittedly nervous. Uh, Muller wedding week as well. Congratulations. We'll uh, we'll recap that on next week's pod. But yeah, I'll go with myself. And then let's quickly wrap up with you against Proc. Another good game and one you potentially need to have here. You've hit a bit of a cold streak here. 
Um, yeah, I just can't overcome the the injury. Like I had the bye weeks, the injuries, and now it's just like I, I don't know. Proc, I'm kind of fucked. Proc been decent as well. You might get a lucky break with no McCaffrey though. Um, but let's let's move down. Lamar against Detroit, very good start. Jordan Love against Denver. Jordan Love disappointing in the one instance where he was started fantasy wise, but a nice comfy matchup against Denver. If Proc's starting him, I assume he's pretty optimistic about it. Um, and then obviously Lamar Detroit. I'll let, I'll let you break down your quarterback. Yeah, I think Lamar is fine. It's just he's kind of leaving fantasy points out there on the board because mm-hmm. like his receivers are dropping touchdowns. It sucks, but and they're settling for field the... goals. They're kind of bad in the red zone. I feel. Yeah, they're struggling in the red zone, to say the least. Like, they're just not converting at all. Um, then again, like, one of these weeks, he's going to have his nuclear 45-point week and win me the week. So this would kind of be the week where I really need it. He's been... The one thing I do like about Lamar this year is that he is not being dumb uh, running the ball. So, like, he's not really taking big hits. So that's at least a positive where I think he's going to last the full year. Detroit's defense is a lot better than people kind of realize coming into the year. Um, and it's not going to be an easy outing for him. They're kind of they're middle of the pack against quarterbacks, but you know they have one of the best rushing defenses in the NFL. So it's going to be rough. Actually, the best. Sorry. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a rough uh, week. I just kind of hope that him and the Baltimore offense can kind of score some points this week because I actually need them to. And then I mean Jordan Love shouldn't scare you on the other side, right? Like there's no, a week, I think there's he's going to have. I he think gets twenty, but. I don't think so at all. I, I don't know. I think he's kind of mids, to be honest with you. I'm not scared of Jordan Love at all. I'm scared of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, is he playing, though? Like, And is he going to wait around till Monday? He doesn't have like the handcuffs, right? He doesn't have... So the thing with Christian McCaffrey is they're trying to get him that stupid fucking record, and I'm pretty sure this is the week he needs to break the record for most games with a touchdown in a row. Hmm. I mean, are they going to tank their season for it, though? Like, that would be silly. No, but I don't know. They, I I would be surprised. Um, I, I would be surprised if they play him this week, because like you said, it's like, is it really worth it? You know, against a yeah, team in Minnesota that they should be able to handle. Um, so I don't think it's worth it, but, you know. If he does play, it's an absolute fucking home run play against Minnesota. You know? We'll see. I mean, he's got Derrick Henry on the bye, too. So you, I think you're dodging all of his running backs. Like, he's got Jaleel McLaughlin as the other one. Um, Who continues to get carries, even though he's fucking dog shit. <laughs> I, I don't understand why he touches the ball at all. It's insane. I mean, so that's he's 100% starting him. And then it's just if he needs to play Charbonnet over... McCaffrey, which isn't great looking. If either. McCaffrey's out, I'll also be playing Elijah Mitchell over. Oh, you have uh, Elijah Javante. Mitchell. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah. If so Roshan like... Johnson is out, I'm also would be playing Deontay Foreman, and I'm also considering playing Keontae Ingram over fucking Javante Williams because he's just so bad. <laughs> I almost dropped Javante Williams this week. Don't drop him. I'd pick him up. Ugh. Yeah. I. I just so over him so yeah you got him in the lineup you're over him you've talked about the options i mean you got algier you, 
You got one of these guys has to hit, right? You got a million lottery tickets on the bench. Here. I mean, the thing is, my lottery ticket did hit in a chain, and that was the one that was that hit. You know, <laughs> that was the one. And then I lost, like you know, I lost Chubb. Like, imagine if if I had, you know, Chubb. Like, none of this would be that bad. Like, Javante Williams wouldn't be that bad if I had Chubb. But like, Jerome Ford isn't Chubb. Yeah, he's been suitable though. I don't know how the Colts defense he should have had a touchdown last week against san francisco but they put in fucking kareem hunt for it and i was fucking pissed but he's getting 19 touches and he clearly looks like the better running back so i i at least that have that to hang my hat on yeah i think he'll be a lot better his schedule lightens up going forward though he's not playing san francisco baltimore and fucking tennessee yeah it finally has and and the bye week was thrown in there too so i mean the jerome ford hype has kind of died and also kareem hunt is involved whether we want to admit it or not but regardless i mean he's got nothing jordan love jaleel mclaughlin and fucking uh charbonnet are nothing to be afraid of like i don't think he should be fully down in the dumps no if christian mccaffrey's not playing i'll feel really good about starting elijah mitchell against him that's also true. And then wide receivers, you got Mike Evans, Zay Flowers, Tyler Lockett. I'll let you talk about your guys, and then we'll get into procs. Uh, Mike Evans had a pedestrian week last week. He should have had a touchdown, but, you know, it's not here. should have had there. a touchdowns on your team, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> like, because the only games I watch are, like, the ones where I have my players in it. So, like, those are the ones, like, I actually have up on the screen besides red zone. Um. Atlanta, though, is going to be hard. I think he's going to be going against uh, A.J. Tyrell, and and they've been really good uh, defensive-wise all year. They're number five against the wide receiver position. Don't love it, to be honest with you. Don't love the matchup. Um, Zay Flowers, absolute rocket. I just love this guy. He's fucking great. When he actually catches the ball, like, he fucking is electric within his hands. He's good after the catch. Like, he gets open. Um, and they actually got him in the end zone last week. So I feel really good about Zay Flowers, especially in Detroit's secondary, which is a little banged up. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely love that play. Um, kind of love the, the Ravens to score this week a lot. And then Lockett should have a good week against Arizona. Um, he, he did well against Cincinnati last week. I, I think DK Metcalf is a potential out. Which, if that's the case, I you know I love Lockett even more. So, kind of sucks. Like he had the bye week and he had like two, like three pretty bad weeks. But I think he's kind of he he should perform this week against a shitty matchup in Arizona. Yeah, he's just killed you a couple weeks. I don't know if you started those, but no, I didn't start him the two weeks he killed me. Thankfully. So I mean, Lockett is a nice flex. I mean, he kind of always was. If you have him in your flex, it's like oh, that's a good team. Um, mm-hmm. Safe Flowers is a similar player, I'd say, volume-based slot guy, but also lining up outside, good with the ball in his hands. And then Evans, yeah, he'll always have those five-point weeks that kind of hurt you. Atlanta, not the easiest matchup, uh, an opponent he's seen plenty, so I'm, I'm sure he's lined up with AJ Terrell a million times. I'm just glad he's not hurt. Like, yeah, no, he doesn't not- actually have a lingering hamstring issue. Like, they were, they got lucky that the buy was when it was basically. Yeah, so that worked out for him. Doesn't have a designation this week. I, I think this is a good three overall that you got. On Brock's side, Keenan Allen been having a great week, great year. He walked it off for him last year on Monday or last week on Monday night. 
Hollywood has come down to earth a little bit, and then Christian Watson against Denver. Uh, so he's got the Love Watson stack, which could be disastrous. Although Watson hasn't really had the big game yet this week, this year. Um, any of these guys scare you a ton? I, th- I think it's a good three overall. Keenan Allen, yeah. Keenan Allen is having a monster year because they're just throwing the ball so much to him, and especially because Mike Williams is out, like he's just gonna get fed so even in a good defense Kansas City Keenan Allen should have 20 points and then Hollywood Brown's been good I think he got banged up last week if I remember correctly yes I don't know if he left the game but oh no he was sick sorry no he was sick but yeah he, he's, he doesn't he doesn't scare me but he's the primary guy there so yeah he's got double digit targets four out of the six weeks so pretty significant Christian Watson doesn't scare me at all, just because I think, like you said, like he hasn't had that big week. He's, and he's kind of touchdown it. reliant for like a big week, but I don't know. The betting line this week for this Packers game is weird, so I, I kind of feel like it's it could potentially be an ugly, ugly game. So it, it doesn't scare me too much. Like I think his biggest advantage this week is Keenan Allen um, and Christian McCaffrey, just for sure. And then tight ends, Laporta, who's been really good. And then Andrews, um, who I guess is slightly disappointed. I'll, I'll let you you speak on that. But tight end four, so I mean, he's not killing you by yeah, any means. He's, but he, has he's he been fine. the full advantage that you wanted? Probably not. Uh, not last week when like I needed him to score a touchdown. Um. But it's fine. I, I shouldn't have sat Zay Flowers last week. It's just hard to start three Ravens. Um, mm-hmm. like no, nah, I mean he's not disappointed. I'd be disappointed if like he was pulling like a George Kittle where he's having like he's never killing me like any week. Yeah, which he's is consistent. Why, what, I want to. Which is what the tight end position is always does. I feel like like it always kills you. Like if they have like two points, you know, and the other team, like if you look on the other side and your tight end has two points and the other person has fifteen, you're like, damn. Like, that's a gigantic gap to, like, lose out on. So, you know, he's not killing me. And at the very least, like, this is also why you need him. Because when you're playing at someone who has a good tight end, like, you need someone who you could feel confident is going to keep pace. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, how are you feeling? So, are you picking yourself or fading? No, I'm going to take Brock. No. I, Come on, Pop. I have to. I don't have – I still have to get a kicker. I My running back is <laughs> – until... I still have to get a kicker. <laughs> that's a – 10 yeah. second activity <laughs> my running back my running back position like i literally have two rb4 like a three rb2 and an rb4 like i, I just chubb and a chain going down it's just fucking it's gonna be impossible to come back from i think am i year. wrong that if mccaffrey doesn't play he's disaster running backs yeah if mccaffrey doesn't play but it's a monday night game like and like i said like they're cocksuckers like it, they want him to get the record so like he'll probably play all right and it's gonna fuck me because i'm not gonna be able to choose elijah mitchell because they're not gonna say if mccaffrey's playing or not until monday morning probably yeah fuck i wanted to pick you too but i don't know a chain going down was like literally like how much do i have to be punished like you go down against my against the giants too like, come on. He's coming back in he's like not two gonna, weeks, or what's his deal? 
He'll be back after the bye, so week 11. Mm. So. Gotta stay afloat, and you are going to. You're going to win this game, pal. I'm giving you giving you the check mark. Uh, we'll see. Um, so, yeah. So, quickly, let's run through the NFL picks. You go first. Uh, been saying it kind of all day. Uh, Ravens minus three. I just think they're going to... I think the Lions are a good team. I think the Ravens are a very good team, but I do like the Ravens at home. I don't know what it is. Just game kind of just screams to me like people are going to be kind of overreacting to the Ravens the last few weeks and the Lions. But like the fact that Vegas has a three-point favorite basically means that they consider these teams a coin flip, you know? So I just like the Ravens at home to get that kind of field goal plus win against the Lions. I like it. I like it. Um, for my first pick, I think you're a coward if you don't pick over 52 in the Dolphins-Eagles game. The Eagles coming off an embarrassment. I think they'll bounce back in a big way at home. So, I mean, I think they get to 30 easily, and then the Dolphins average 37. Um, even if the birds slow them down, and even if the birds womp them, I think this is like a 37-20 to 20 game. Um, I, th- I think 52 is a nice easy number to go over. I have over. 51 and a half right now. So I'll take that. <laughs> give me okay. that. I'm just saying, give you the half point. No, I'm saying, give me that. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. I wasn't being a dick. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like that. The only issue I could see there is if they have turnover issues, which, which is always possible. fucks those overs. Because, um, like, both these quarterbacks will throw some shitty picks. You know? No doubt. Um, I like it, though, because I think even with those interceptions, like, you know, these guys take big risks, so it should be a fun game. I'm so glad it's a Sunday night game, too. That's yeah, I'm pumped. Something to actually look forward to. Um, my second pick, uh, under 40.5 in this Jaguar-Saints game tonight. Uh, it just screams it's going to be terrible TV. So I got 41 at the very least. Okay, I'll take the under 41 then. Nice gentleman. Um, yeah. <laughs> nice gentleman's agreement. Under, under 41. So, I, I, I don't know. This just screams to me, Derek Carr in prime time, stuck, dick. And the Jaguars just scream to me like they're in for like a little bit of a lull against a weaker opponent. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see... <sighs> it's a two and a half point game. I just don't see it. them scoring, you know any either team here scoring like 28 points basically so we'll see no nah, i love it i, I, I don't nice see it. ugly under so i support yeah. it 21 uh, 19 they're saying it's gonna be you know 21 22 20 like no that, that that's disgusting it's thursday night football i um i'm gonna take a nugget from what you gave me honestly and i, I think they're begging you begging you to take the Pats at home plus nine, but I mean the Bills. I have eight and a half. I'll take that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm taking the Bills. I'm on this with you. I'm on this with you. Then. Oh, it's we're a family play. <laughs> family yeah, play. Shout out JJ because that that was my third pick. So Bills minus eight and a half. You're riding. Yeah, riding with that. I. Yeah. The, the Bills win big regardless. Like it, if they if the game is like a touchdown, like they. They win big. Like I, I don't think. I'm just not worried about the Patriots' backdoor covering here because they quite literally can't score touchdowns. Like if this goes, if they go up fourteen nothing quick, I think we're 
we're popping champagne and it's, it's kind over. of crazy that we're feeling confident about an eight and a half point home underdog patriots in the division right i mean what a world life comes at you fast yeah. But Enjoy yeah, their I, yeah. decade of suffering. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck see how them. Many, For real. See fuck how many you survive. guys. Bill, come back to New York. They're not going to treat you right there. Come back. Yeah, you could be Dable's assistant. Just kidding. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then that's your third pick as well. So I, I need to scramble. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm one. gonna. I mean, tip, I, I typically wouldn't. I'm not tailing just because you're saying no, I no, haven't no, written no. down, so I want play. to tail. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just think the Bills are going to kill him. I mean, I, I very well could sound like an idiot because, you know, we are all, all are idiots when it comes to betting, but just seems like a spot where the Bills are like, just, they're just, don't overthink it. They're better. Like, Big Cat overthought it last week when he bet five times on the Bills. Like, yeah. Um, for my final pick, give me. Sorry, sorry. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Go ahead. I think... Give me under 37.5 in the Giants game. Ugh, that's I was eyeing that as my <laughs> under this week. Yeah. I didn't want to say it, and then I was like, oh, do I just take Giants instead? But no, just give me the under. I think we're going to continue to struggle to score. Like, we do our part in these unders. Yeah. And then, I don't know, the defense did show me something. I think the young secondary guys, like, they always struggle initially, and I think they are improving at a pretty rapid rate. Um, we have a decent pass rush. Sam Howell takes a ton of sacks, so, I mean, those are drive killers. And then Bobby O, the fucking man of the hour, best linebacker performance we've seen in a long time on Sunday. Him so. and McFadden have played pretty well. Yeah, this year so that's after great. We kind of shit on Fadden. The defensive players are developing at and the very least. They could easily quit, like, and I wouldn't blame them. Yeah, like the, the team does not score points for them. Like, I give them a ton of credit, and I, uh, yeah, I, I know I killed Martindale after like the Dolphins, but. I, the Dolphins shit on everybody. It's not our fault. And, I mean, they scored a touchdown in that game, too. So, um, yeah, I, I like our defense, and I hate our offense. So, give me under 37.5 in the Giants game. Yeah, I don't hate that. And then if they, if it's more, then the hope is that the Giants are the ones scoring the points, right? Right? Uh, wrong, I'd say. I, I, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think we got to tank. We, we got to – we had our chance to – to revive the season it's like oh we win that game get to two and four beat washington three and four jets at home who knows um but that's gone we 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 blew that chance by not scoring on the one there so this this is talking giants then right yeah this is segue into talking giants it was a nice segue and then you fucking knocked me off the trail (laughs) (laughs) um i know but yeah here for so yeah the, the the make all this pain and embarrassment worth it i mean it's just seven embarrassing things every week like just fully be a clown show don't come out with some fucking spirited effort against the skins like i i'm ready i'm ready to lose i'm ready i'm ready to get a new guy i i really am um yeah i'm seeing all the analytics that the pressure is like daniel jones's fault as well um, Tyrod literally stand, stood in the pocket and made some decent throws to on that final drive. There was like a fourth down to Hyatt. Like, 
he just doesn't panic and shit his pants. And Tyrod Taylor is by no means a great quarterback. And like, yeah, I, I, he floated I don't know. some deep balls. He took some deep shots. Like, and I mean, he was the dropping them in like, the bucket to slate. And yeah. I know, I know. Again, we didn't score any points. It still was a disaster. The the line still sucks, but. I mean, if our defense continues to play well, you get a quarterback in here, you fix the line somehow, easier said than done. <laughs> but yeah. I think that's the way out of this, rather than, let's beat Washington and fucking get into the wild card. Like, give me a break, dude. No, fuck, <laughs> like, that. fuck that. Fuck that. Let's just lose. Let's get the fucking quarterback. I honestly want Drake May. Um, I watched him a little bit on Saturday. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, I think, North Carolina plays Florida, Florida State in a few weeks. That's a nice game. Travis, so that, that's, that receiver's sick as well. Coleman, I think his name is. So, hold on. Do they play Florida State, or is that not till the ACC the, the, championship? Regardless, they'll face off, right? Clemson's no good. They might play twice, then, if that's the case. I don't, I don't know they how. Play, yeah, they play Clemson on November 18th. They play, They have a, got, a lot of good matchups coming up. They, they just housed Miami. Um, they got to play Clemson. They got to play Duke, um, and then yeah, probably would play Florida State in the ACC championship. He's a so PMT he's guy as well. Yeah, so yeah. I, it would be nice for them to be on our side. I remember when Josh Allen, when they were like trolling Josh Allen about being big and stuff. This is the Saquon yeah. draft. I was just like, oh, it would be fun if they like supported my team and like they were friends with Josh, and then it would have worked out so much better yeah. if we had him. He <laughs> could have yeah, been ours. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but that, yeah, that would be nice. We're looking at we're looking at Penix, we're looking at Drake May, we're looking at Caleb Williams. Penix like, was I, I sick. Want... That game was dope. Yeah. But two torn ACLs I don't love. I learned that about him yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, I I don't love that either. So it's like, yeah, great story, in... but uh whoops. I mean fully in the May or Caleb Williams tank, for sure. There's so many guys, so I'm even JJ McCarthy is getting more and more pro buzz. I, I know I shit on yeah, him last week, but he couldn't hurt. So. Yeah, We're, we should be in range. Like this is one of the yeah, very. The win- this is one of the most winnable games of the year, though. I truly believe that. Like even if Daniel yeah. Jones doesn't play, like we just listen. Kind of if we're gonna Washington show out for a game, like be, be the Eagles game, like not this game. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather spoil like them or Dallas at some point. Like yeah, agreed. We'll see. Yeah, and this is so pathetic and embarrassing. But I mean, what else do you want it me happens. to say? We we get embarrassed yeah, on prime time every week. It's it's worn me down. And it's a nice one o'clock game. You can just lose, and no one will make fun of you too. Like yeah, exactly. Just, like just get it out. Of the get way. the job done. Get out of there with a loss, and keep it moving. Yep. So yeah, guys, thanks for listening, and good luck to everyone. I uh, will see most of you at Muller's wedding, and um, yeah, we could talk more then. Anything else All right, from you, see Tom? you guys. Nope, nothing from me. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye. I got a regret right now. I'm feeling this. The air is so cold and low. I'm feeling this. Let me go in her room. I'm feeling this. I want to take off her clothes. I'm feeling this. Show me the way to bed. I'm feeling this. Show me the way you move. I'm feeling this. Fuck it, it's such a